Good morning, my name is Umberto Mucci, this is We The Italian News, a podcast regarding uh, Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, June 26. The data on the state of the coronavirus pandemic in Italy show a situation of substantial stability. There is an increase in infections due to the presence of some small outbreaks in Lombardy, Calabria, Campania, Emilia Romagna, Trentino Alto Adige and Liguria. Then there are the 28 Afri- African immigrants who tested positive for coronavirus on the stationary ship of Port Empedocle in Sicily. A few days ago I told you about the province of Potenza declared COVID-free because for 28 days there were no new cases. Today it is the whole Basilicata to be declared COVID-free, the first Italian region. The important thing is to continue to do a lot of testing and isolate the outbreaks as soon as they occur. The new cases, however, confirm a lower viral load. In fact, today those hospitalized in the Italian intensive care units should fall below 100. In the worst days of the pandemic, at the beginning of April, they were more than 4,000. While in Italy the epidemic seems to be only on fire in local outbreaks, the World Health Organization has expressed concern about a slight increase in coronavirus cases in Europe for the first time in weeks. However, an analysis that correlated data on COVID-19 and the government response tracking tools developed by the University of Oxford indicates that in the 10 countries in the world most at risk for a second wave, Italy is not there, but there is the United States. Now, if the news about the virus are more or less good for Italy, it's the economies that worries very much the Italian. The International Monetary Fund said Wednesday that it forecast Italy's GDP will contract 12.8% this year in the wake of the coronavirus emergency. That is 3.7 percentage pair points more than the 9.1 contraction it predicted in April. The fund sees the Italian economy bouncing back by 6.3% in 2021, up 1.5 points on its April forecast. Italy is the western country with the worst forecast on this data, according to the IMF. There is much, much to be worried about, unfortunately. The new list of European products and countries under attack from the additional tariffs imposed by the US has been published. Two-thirds of the value of Italy's food and beverage exports, whose total value in the United States alone is about 3 billion euros, are soon to be affected. Tariffs should extend to wine, olive oil and pasta, as well as certain types of biscuits and coffee. In 2019, exports of made in Italy foods products in the United States amounted to 4.7 billion euros, with a further increase, 0.10%, in the first four months of 2020, despite the COVID-19 health emergency. Wine, whose exports are worth over 1.5 billion euros, is the most sold Italian product in the United States. Exports of olive oil reached 420 million and pastas 349 million. The United States is the world's top consumer of wine and Italy is its leading supplier. American consumers particularly appreciate Prosecco, Pinot Grigio, Lambrusco and Chianti, which, unlike French wines, had escaped the first tariff blacklist in October 2019. If the 100% additional duties on Italian wine were to come into force, the price of a bottle of Prosecco would go up from $10 to about $15, with a significant loss of competitiveness. A report from the Istituto Superiore di Sanità analyzes the characteristics of people who died and were infected with the coronavirus in Italy. Almost half of all deaths occur in Lombardy, while the average age of the victims rises to 80 years and is even higher among women. This confirms the figure that few, fewer women than men are deceased, 41.6% of the total. 
The second region with the most deaths is Emilia-Romagna, far below with 12.7%. Uh, All the others do not exceed 10%. The region of the south with the highest incidence is Puglia, with 1.6% of, of victims. Above 1% we find Campania, while all the other regions of the south are below this threshold. There are also less than 100 deaths in Calabria, Umbria, Basilicata and Molise alone. An average of 11 days elapsed between the onset of the first symptoms and death. On We Italians we continue to report every day under dozens of Columbus stations that are being torn down, vandalized and removed in the United States. Personally, I think this is a tragedy and a shame. But I am not the only one in Italy, fortunately. The initiative of Fuxia Fitzgerald Nisoli, a member of the Italian Chamber of Deputies elected in North America, has collected 58 signatures so long, among others members of the House, including that of Francesca Lamarca, the other member of the Chamber of Deputies elected in North America, on a motion to support the initiatives of the Italian Americans to safeguard the figure of Columbus, symbol of our cultural heritage in the United States. The motion is waiting to be scheduled to be discussed in the Chamber of Deputies in order to push the Italian government, which has done nothing so far, to act in, fa in favor of the protection of the figure of Columbus. We the Italians is following the initiative and we are also taking action to do something else, also in contact with Italian-American groups in America who are working to try to do everything possible to fight these vicious attacks. That's all for today. Come on, please stay safe and stay healthy. This virus is not ended and we're not out of the woods, not even slightly close to out of the woods. So please protect yourselves, take care of yourselves and your families. My name is Umberto Mucci. This is With Italian News. I'll see you next Monday. Ciao from Rome.